Yo, 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 welcome to the Local Label Podcast. My name is Christopher Collins, a man with a microphone. And if you're listening to this, it means that I had the courage to release a solo cast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is just me, just my voice. You will be hearing Vicente Lopez is sitting this one out. But um, look, it's been a super long time since uh, since a podcast was released and we got a lot we need to break down. We got a lot that we need to talk about. Our last podcast was January 24th. Today is June 22nd. It is 9.25 p.m. as I am recording this. I don't know when you're listening to this, but thank you for listening as always. Yeah, the podcast is changing. Um, We are going through uh, kind of what you could call a rebranding of sorts. Uh, Nothing to be afraid of. You know, Vicente and I are still going to take you uh, to... Our, our favorite people in the valley take you to our favorite spots. Obviously, you know, not actually pick you up because gas is just crazy expensive right now. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the plan, you know, to still continue with what we're doing with a few minor tweaks that we'll adjust uh, once him and I are able to sit down and, and knock out a pod. But let's first start off with a huge achievement that, we were not able to celebrate, and I'll explain why here in a little bit, but the Local Lingual Podcast is over a year old now. That's absolutely insane to think about. Like, I still remember the drive that I was on. I was driving to work back in 2021 uh, when I had the idea about the Local Lingual Podcast. And a few hours after having the idea and kind of mapping out the initial blueprint in my head, I uh, I called up Vicente, uh, and and we had a conversation about it. And then a month later, it's when our our first episode was released. And our first episode, uh, officially, official. Well, we uploaded it, and then we took it down because back then our our audio quality absolutely was just like, for lack of a better term, it was shit. <laughs> but March first, twenty twenty one, is our like unofficial official birth date and i mean it's it's june 22nd like i just mentioned it's crazy to think that we're over a year old we're over 10 episodes in so it's important to us and i I am speaking on behalf of the one the only vicente lopez when i say that it is important for us to keep going uh with just a few minor tweaks so give it up for the local language podcast uh give us a round of applause if you're listening right now it'd be wonderful we we feel it spiritually as you do that Uh, but it's really really good to be back so let's talk about where we've been and let's talk about all the hiatuses that we have because that is something that i can speak to the hiatuses come from the fact that vicente and i are teachers and this is not a a rant to kind of describe or kind of uh what's what's the term i'm looking for like this is not a rant to make it seem like teachers have the absolute worst job have the absolute absolute shit job the the most the shittiest job in the world because truthfully we don't we love what we do uh we we have a passion for it it takes a certain kind of person to be a teacher you know when you get into teaching you're obviously not doing it for the money but with that comes a scheduling conflict you know, I have a two-year-old, 
Vicente has a, a whole other slew of things going on. I mean, he, um, and it, it just makes recording very difficult. Now, when we've taken these gaps, we realize, you know, it hurts, you know, it hurts the listener. It hurts you all, which is why, as I mentioned, we're, we're going through a kind of rebranding, a, re- a rebranding that I think will help us connect with you on a better level, on a more consistent level. Are we going to be posting bi-weekly? Nah, we haven't done that in oof, like maybe eight nine months already because I'm looking at Spotify right now and I'm looking at our releases and we had consistent releases back in October of 2021 and then November of 2021 we had two episodes back to back and I'm looking at the description and as I'm typing the description for these episodes (laughs) I always have to type hey we're back hey we're still alive and that's not what we want to do that's not what the goal of this podcast was because I feel like we are a podcast that has survived the the worst part of the of, of the pandemic. And like I've said a thousand times already, it's a reason why we want to keep on keeping on. So let's talk about teaching. Let's talk about all of the stressors, all of the this year was just absolutely crazy. You know, like last year in education, we've heard a lot of educators, um, a lot of people at these like PD trainings, these professional development trainings call it the COVID year. And then this year was the year to get acclimated back to quote unquote normal or the new normal or whatever you want to call it. And God, this year was stressful. And I know if Vicente was here, he would be saying the same exact thing, uh, just describing, just talking about how stressful this year was because God, like you know what we need to do? We need to get some educators on here. Uh, We need to talk to people about uh, just their year, their experience, so you get a full picture of, like you see the entire spectrum of what this year was like because you had kids. Think about it. Sorry, that was so gross. Think about it. You had kids that were out of school from, I'm an English teacher, so my math is absolutely horrible. You had kids that were out of school from, February no 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 we we left for spring break we never came back so from spring break of 2020 so March of 2020 about like March I'm gonna ballpark and say like March 14th in the teens of 2020 and some of them did not return to school until we officially started last year uh, in person which would have been August of 2020 wait no August of 2021 which is absolutely insane like that is such a long time to be out of school and to be out of that routine and to be completely honest as a teacher it made me nervous being back in a classroom not necessarily because of COVID and the the fear of contracting COVID but I mean you just it took my routine away it took everything away. It gave us a podcast, which is absolutely great, but it it took my my norm away. It took all of our norms away. And so this is something that we had to get reacquainted with. The classroom was something that we had to get reacquainted with. Obviously, with a new school year, there's a whole slew of... That's the second time I've used the word slew. I am a sophisticated motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but we, we had to get used to... Just everything, daily routines, and it's just, it, it was rough. 
Uh, we also had a whole bunch of testing that we had to do. So most of the times that we wanted to pod, we were too exhausted to do so. And so that is why we're we're circling back. We're, we're, we're in this discussion right now, obviously, behind closed doors about what the podcast looks like. And, and like I mentioned, how we can be more consistent with you all. Let's talk about some of the things that I've been up to personally. Um, I'm still I'm still buying sneakers, trading sneakers, more like it. I'm my wife is is gonna laugh if she listens to this, and I know that some of you that are listening to this know about my sneaker obsession. But I'm getting tired of kicks, man. I'm getting really tired of buying of trading sneakers. It's a hobby that I'm realizing is absolutely materialistic, and it's something that it's weird about hobbies, right? With with me and hobbies, I've gone through. I have like what I consider to be things that I'm passionate about, and like hobbies. I don't want to be known as a guy who's passionate about sneakers. Like, I want sneakers to be there, but I don't want to be passionate about them. And I realize that. I mean. Like if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody in like a beat up pair of like Air Force Ones or a beat up pair of like shoes, I'm not critiquing them. If I see somebody in Crocs, I'm not critiquing them. In fact, I just traded for a pair of Crocs. But like I still feel like I'm on that line, even though I own God knows how many pairs of shoes. I actually know the number. I'm just not going to say it on the podcast. I don't want to be that guy like that just is is terrible like it looks terrible I mean I feel terrible about it I would rather be passionate about you know something I was once passionate about so Vicente and I and some friends we we took a trip our wives and and our friend Nilea we we name dropping Nilea you're welcome if you're listening to this we took a trip out to Austin Uh, And I went to Waterloo Records, and I'm looking at a case of records that I have right now, a big tub of records that I have, and I'm thinking, that's something that I should be passionate about. Not sneakers, which are going to to, uh, deteriorate and break down and look super ugly one day. I mean, like, I should be passionate. I should be a collector of something that I can pass down to my son. And so that's kind of a headspace that I'm in. So when I say I'm buying and, and trading sneakers, yes, I've purchased a pair or two. Uh, my wife and I are really trying to get my son some really cool kicks because my son just started daycare and whew, I'll get into that in a second. So I'm at a crossroads with that, right? Summer is a time for me to reflect. Like I just mentioned, the school year is so crazy and, and so jam-packed and it's really hard to get a a single like personal thought in. So these are the things that I'm thinking about. These are the things that I'm doing. Before I start crying and talking about my son going into daycare, let's talk about me hitting the gym again. All right. I have been, my wife and I have been motivating each other to go to the gym. And I started working out. Um, the first time I ever worked out was when I was in high school. Uh, in high school, just for you to get a mental image, right? My nickname was Fat Harry Potter my freshman year of high school. I was chubby. I've, I've been chubby my entire life. And I say chubby just to be kind to myself. Uh, but I was a fat kid. Like, not even going to lie. I started getting hot my sophomore year. And I say hot because I was, I was a piece of tail. Jailbait. 
All right. Obviously just kidding. But I, uh, I, I, I started working out my freshman year. I, I kind of learned how to work out and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like, I wasn't like in this weightlifting class because PE was just kind of, kind of boring. And I don't remember the talk I had with my counselor about enrolling in it or anything, but I, I, that's the first time I ever worked out. I was super weak, but I had a group of friends that were, you know, way more fit than they should have been for high school students. And they, they taught me the basics. Like they taught me the fundamentals. And I thought that that was really cool of them. I really appreciated it. Um, and <laughs> it's funny because one of the kids who taught me the most, told me like to my face told 14 15 year old Chris that he was the better looking version of me like can you believe that like kids are so fucking mean like I'm a teacher right like I can attest to this but he told me that he was the hot version of me and like if I'm recalling correctly when he told me this like his girlfriend or some girl that was like wanting to be with him or was with him was around and I just remember somebody around him some female around him just nodding her head in agreement and I'm like this is messed up like this is terrible but anyway I digress Uh, so I learned the basics of working out and then the next time I worked out was probably my freshman year of college Uh, I stayed skinny by being broke as fuck (laughs) broke as fuck and having a terrible sleeping schedule and a terrible eating schedule and I was just running on pure pure youth from my sophomore year of high school to my freshman year of of, of college and I started hanging out with uh, one of my high school friends that went to you know UTPA with me right down the block and he was one day he was like hey you want to go work out with me and I was like sure he was into some kind of like fighting I don't know if it was like Muay Thai or or something but he had to work out uh in order to grow stronger and so I went with him a few times and I enjoyed it like I enjoyed the feeling of actually working out and I thought this is great this is cool this is fun and also I kind of like the way my body is looking as I'm uh as I'm working out so Let's talk about uh, my weight, all right? Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna put this out there. I won't talk about how many pairs of shoes I own, but goddamn it, I will talk about my weight. So, my sophomore year, all the way to my freshman year of college, I was probably in the 170s range. All right, that's a little heavier than what I should be. Doctors always told me that I could afford to lose like 20, 25, 30 pounds, but like I was, I was unhappy then, but I wasn't down on myself I didn't have body dysmorphia or anything like that I don't want this to turn into this kind of podcast where you know it's just me like ranting about how like uh morbidly obese I am or anything like that but the way that I hid that 170 was I wore shirts I wore t-shirts uh I wore sweaters that were one size bigger so that when they would shrink uh, they would fit like true to size essentially. Yeah, sometimes I would get things two size bigger, so on and so forth. I would fit in a medium shirt, which in retrospect is absolutely crazy. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves. So <clears throat> I I was about like in the 170 range my freshman year of college, uh, sophomore year of high school, all the way to my freshman year of college. 
Um, let's fast forward to getting married. So I make my way through college. I get married in February of 2018. Now, obviously, with marriage, you, know, you become so happy and so comfortable that yeah there's there's marriage uh, what is it called marriage gut I think I've, I've heard to it referred to as um, I've heard it referred to as uh, marriage gut which absolutely exists my mother-in-law's cooking is absolutely in fucking credible and I ate and I ate and I ate and I am still so incredibly in love with my wife that I just I don't I didn't care in that moment, um, what I looked like. So I gained probably, probably like 15 pounds or so. I think I weighed myself a few times when we lived out in Harlingen because we got married and then we moved to Harlingen, I want to say five, six months later, uh, so that I could start teaching. Uh, and then she was going to teach the year after, but we would go to the gym we would go to the gym a lot, and even though I gained like 10, 15 pounds, just for the record, it was not 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. Like, I just gained 10 to 15 pounds. Uh, we were working out consistently. I mean, uh, we would take like maybe two days off, so five days out of the week, six days out of the week sometimes, and I looked good. My first year of teaching, I looked amazing. In fact... I for my Zoom profile picture, uh, it's it's actually a picture of me. I believe it's my first day of school, and I look I look hot once again. I was a hot piece of ass. Now completely legal, married of course, but I was a hot piece of ass. Anyway, let's then fast forward from 2018 to. 2020 obviously the poundage is beginning to add up that marriage guts getting a little bit bigger um actually let's go to 2019 when my wife gets pregnant and i did gain uh, i think it's called sympathy weight i was warned about it when my colleagues and my administrators found out that my wife was pregnant uh as to i was warned about finishing her meals and things like that and let's just say I did and I enjoyed every second of it and if I was 190 200 uh, I was then probably about 220 I remember weighing myself sometime in 2020 and I was about 220 so 170 to 220 obviously years and years and years have gone by 50 pounds I gained 50 pounds COVID on top of that ooh, COVID was rough the quarantine was rough on me i mean fucking awful as it was to all of us so i heard the terminology covid 15 being uh being thrown around uh, anyway let's talk about my most recent weigh-in and that was about three weeks ago and i was 256 <sighs> it's crazy crazy to think about 256 pounds that's insane i wear a double xl t-shirt now i had to go up two jean sizes like it's a lot of weight and i'm thinking i'm looking back at those pictures of me being 170 and i do not want to get down to that like skinny weight but man if i could go back in time if i could jump in a time machine a hot tub time machine any kind of tub uh, <laughs> any kind of tub machine any kind of time machine i would go 
beat my skinny ass or at least sit on myself so I would suffocate. Just kidding. I would I would beat I would, I would slap myself though and be like, dude, appreciate the way you look. Anyway, I'm three weeks into working out. It takes 28 days to form a habit. I believe so, if I'm saying that correctly. Please uh, let let us know on the uh, local lingual podcast if I'm getting that information wrong. But uh, so I'm like 21 days in. My wife and I are 21 days in, and I'm I'm loving the results. I'm feeling the results. My shirts are starting to get a little uh, looser. My pants are getting a little looser. I haven't gone down uh, a belt loop, but I don't care. I mean, today, yesterday, the day before, every single day that I work out, every single day that my wife and I work out, I'm feeling like A1, and it's awesome, and it's great. And I'm thinking back to freshman year Chris who had fun with his friends working out and loved the way that it felt like it's awesome. It's a very selfish thing to work out. You know, it's a very primal thing as well as human beings, right? We go back to our like our nomad, our nomad nature. That's a nice alliteration, our nomad nature. And we just like lift heavy stuff and grunt. And I mean, it's cool. It's really, really cool. The one thing I hate is that there's a bunch of teenagers at my gym, but I don't care because I never taught any of them. So, you know, you know, they stay in their own lane for the most part. Um, I'm taking this like pre-workout type deal too, this pre-workout drink. And whew, I think that's why I'm so pumped up is because I found a pre-workout that doesn't make my heart want to explode in my chest and it's just, it's awesome. It tastes great. It tastes like uh, grape medicine, um, which that makes me sound horrible for saying that I enjoy that flavor. <laughs> but I don't know. It's 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 really cool. It's called Celsius. So shouts out to Celsius if you want to sponsor the pod by all means. Please, please, please. Um, you know, let me know. Let me know what is what is going on. Let me know what is up. So... Um, I've been working out as well. That's super rad. And yeah, I mean, life is, life has treated me well. Life is great. Life is grand. Um, I hope, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I was about to close the podcast without talking about my son starting daycare. So my son has started daycare, um, daycare slash school. And I got to say, being a parent is the best thing that's ever happened to me, but there's something else that comes with being a parent, and that is the constant soul-crushing anxiety of something happening to your child. And we, sorry, myself, I had to battle that anxiety. My wife did as well. Uh, my wife came to terms with my son starting daycare quicker than I did, but God, it was it was so difficult to let him go for the both of us. We supported each other. We went to the gym actually right after we dropped him off, and like I was just I was not deadlifting, but I was doing uh, I want to say like crunches. What am I trying to say? Curls. I was doing curls and crying like literally. I used my depression as a pre-workout that day. God, but the thing is, we have watched him grow so much in the days that he has gone to daycare. And I say the days he has gone to daycare because, ready? Brace yourselves. Three days into daycare, the boy developed COVID. 
Like, what the heck? Of all the things he could get sick from, he developed COVID. Like, how is that? My wife and I, the entire duration of his quarantine, we didn't develop any symptoms. So we're thinking, oh my God, did we give our son COVID? Because that was the biggest thing that we did not want to happen. We absolutely did not want him to develop COVID. That's why we've taken every single precaution that we can. But he still somehow got COVID. So luckily, he got over the severe symptoms within two days or so. uh, And then he returned to daycare just this past week. So tomorrow will officially be his fourth day, his longest streak in daycare. And parents have been telling us, oh, like, your son will get sick the first week, you know, the cold, the flu, whatever. But he got COVID. So, like, should we go buy a lottery ticket? Because, I mean, he got the quote-unquote, like, a worst of the worst. I don't know. Maybe. One thing that I do want to talk about before I decide to call it quits for the first Local Lingua solo cast is music that I've been listening to. Music is a huge part of my life. It always will be. It's, it's fueling my workouts now. On top of, you know, I just, I love listening to music. I love racking up the minutes on Spotify and seeing that, like, Spotify year in review or whatever the official title is. God, I'm so white. Like, when I say that, like, I'm so white. Uh, But music I've been listening to, my wife is angry at me. I feel like that's going to be said way more times than what it should. My wife is angry at me because uh, I've gotten into some, I'm calling it Americana music. My wife, however, is excuse me, is calling it uh, calling it country music because I guess at the end of the day it is. But Charlie Crockett is just an absolute phenomenal singer songwriter, and it's just like whew, it is incredible. His music is incredible. Like it literally, it calms me down, but at the same time, it kind of like low-key hypes me up so shout out to my oh god I'm not gonna say shout out to my country music fans Uh, although I do like one other artist one other country artist I've been listening to now I know for sure that he is country and that's Tyler Childers just like an absolute stunning musician like his guitar work is just it's I don't know how to describe country music that's why I'm really having trouble describing the music in and of itself but uh, Tyler Childers, Charlie Crockett are two like singer-songwriters I've been into. Uh, Vicente and I, and we will deep dive into it. We went to go see a band called Kublai Khan. Uh, just an absolute amazing like hardcore band. I, I, I used air quotes. I feel like you could hear that in my pronunciation of, uh, of the genre. But uh, absolute stunning band. Um, I've I've rediscovered my passion for the band Norma Jean, which is an absolutely incredible like metal hardcore band as well. I mean, they have uh, a beautiful lengthy discography. Uh, they go back all the way to the early 2000s. I think 1999, 1998, if I'm not mistaken. So Norma Jean, Kublai Khan, Charlie Crockett, Tyler Childers. I want to get some local musicians on here. I want to sit down with local musicians, see what their deal is, see what they're listening to, maybe get some more live performances. We haven't had a live performance on the Local Lingua podcast since our second episode with the one and only Mr. Paul King. I mean, that's crazy though, right? That I'm saying we haven't had a performance since 
our conversation with Mr. Paul King because the thing is, is some podcasts don't get live performances, but here at the Local Angle Podcast, we try to offer you everything under the sun. So with that, I'm nearing the 30-minute mark. This has been an adventure. I thought that having a solo cast was going to be nerve-wracking. I thought that I was going to run out of things to say. I thought that it was going to be weird with me just sitting here talking, but you know what? I'm looking I'm looking with the uh, I'm I'm thinking with the end in mind here. You know, it's another opportunity for the Local Lingua podcast to connect with the listeners. This is a good welcome back. This is a, you know, sorry for not posting sorry for not uploading as much as we should but you know what god damn it we appreciate each and every single listen even if it is even if the listeners are just bots <laughs> and it's just it's incredible to be back so uh my name is christopher collins this has been the local lingua podcast the first ever solo cast thank you so much for listening hope you're doing well and we'll definitely be talking to you soon Lates.